Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to The Ice Project. Today we're going to do just a bit of a random one, talk about a few random thoughts that have been on my mind and yeah, I'm someone who likes to sort of sit there and think and think about himself or his life or uh, everything that's sort of happening and sort of articulated into words and I find just doing podcasts and shit, once I say it out there, I can kind of forget about it or once I write it down in a journal, it's kind of gone. So it's going to be one of those sessions or the intro. Yeah, I used to do a podcast called Inside YKTR and talked about all the different things and obviously life's changed a lot since then and uh, it's changed for the better. It's changed for good. It's just nice and calm and it's refreshing. And I've had a lot of close people that actually know me on a personal level saying, I can hear it on the content that there's an element of calmness around me. And to me, like someone who's truly confident is someone who's calm. And whenever there's chaos happening around, uh, they're the calm person. If you look at sports as an analogy, when it's golden point and and everyone's frantic and all the crowd are looking at you, there's always one person on the field, they're calm, and they're ready to take that shot, and they're excited about that shot, and it comes through experience, it comes through uh, character, but usually those types of people, when it's chaotic and they're calm, they're usually the guys that kill it in life, they can separate emotion from execution. Now, I'm just at a point in life where it feels like a lot calmer, and it's good, it feels nice and steady, where we've past couple of years it's always been frantic there's been drama um all that sort of stuff that's happened but it was all those lessons that we all needed to learn as a crew and then as we've broken off individually probably lessons that we'll probably carry for the rest of our lives and it's a good place to sort of be but yeah it's been nice um shout out to everyone who sort of dm me over the past sort of couple months and it's been nice to sort of get back to being like probably the closest version to myself that i've been in a long time i went through a phase where we're trying to scale yktr and i was trying to hire heaps of people and we're trying to take on big media outlets and stuff like that and with that franticness just comes like a lot of stress and a lot of drama and yeah it's now that's all gone um you feel like the closer version of yourself and i look back at my old content is like very loud um very confident maybe that was me just sort of hiding like sort of insecurities you know i mean i'll just normally say things out loud and say them like quickly because i knew if I said them publicly, it would put pressure on myself to hopefully try and execute. And sometimes I've failed, and I've failed probably more than most people, and I've failed in publicly a lot of a lot of the times. But I think that sort of mindset was something that used to drive me and um, something I really wanted to do. But when I look at successful people or successful people I look up to, they've always got this element of calmness about them. They're always like the coolest person in the room. They're usually the smartest person in the room, but they won't let you know they're the smartest person. And probably, I don't regret anyone that I've hired here at YKTR, and even though I'm not close with some of them, like they've gone on and, and created a life for themselves and they've leveled up in every way, shape or form through followers, through money, uh, through opportunities. And that's a cool feeling to have. But if I was to hire, I'd never hire in that vein again. And the reason why I hired people that were kind of close to me or just like literally some of the kids were just off the street or didn't have jobs is because my ego would just say i want to be at the top of the tree like i want to be the smartest person in the room and there was no one that ever really challenged me creatively intellectually um it was just kind of we're just surrounded by great guys but they're also just sort of like yes people like yeah let's just do that and i probably didn't allow them the environment for them to grow and if you looked at yktr probably a year and a half ago like how in how entitled we all sound or how arrogant we all sounded 
And all that stems from leadership, you know what I mean? And I was arrogant, I was entitled. Therefore, if I'm creating an environment like that, that's how all those guys grew and all their behaviors will learn from me. So it takes a little while to sort of process that information and look back and learn at it. But it was <laughs> it was a ship with pl plenty of holes in it for a long, long time. And um, sometimes we pushed the guys off the board, and sometimes they jumped themselves. So, but like I said, like we it was a really fun time. But there was heaps of plenty of lessons that from it, and it's a time that I'm cherished. But it's it's a time that I've learned the most from. And sort of like I said before, I'll probably never hire in that vein again where I see a potential in someone or. Um, and I'm like, yeah, let me just help this person grow because that's going to make me feel good. Now, the, all those guys grew, but myself and sort of YKTR to an extent kind of stayed at the same level that we have been for a couple of years. Now, they say the man's biggest regret when he bumps into the person who they could potentially have been. <laughs> and I remember hearing that saying, I'm like, shit, maybe I'm not maximizing my potential. And listen, I learned from all that sort of stuff. I'm not made to manage people. It's just not who I am. It's something that sort of drains me. I don't really like being around too many people. I like being on my own, even though I'm confident in, in camera or if you get me in public, I could jump on stage and speak to you. That That's cool. But I get great energy from working for myself or like a couple people, very selective people that I buzz off or I bounce off and, and it really helps me grow. So um, yeah. Leadership and management, very different conversations. Leadership's like, let me get this group of people and let's head in that direction. I feel like I'm good at that, but management is like, all right, there's 10 of these people individually. What gets you motivated? What gets you motivated? What gets you motivated? And because I'm so independent, um, since I was a kid, like you asked my mom about me growing up, I've always just gone, oh, if they can't do it for me, I'm just going to go do it on my own. Um, and in my mind, I just go, why can't they just do it on their own? Like, why do they need so much support? Why do they, why I need to be having like an hour meeting just for someone to go and, and do their task? And it's just not who I am. And it's probably the biggest lesson I've learned about myself. And a lot of people associate entrepreneurship with management or, or entrepreneurship with looking after a group of people. That's not always entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship's more so about setting vision. You find, I find a lot of people have ideas, but they can't explain their vision. And I heard Richard Branson say this, and it summed up everything that I've sort of been through. Like entrepreneur's job is to create vision, set expectations. Now their second job is to hire better people, smarter than them. Third job, get the fuck out of their way. And like I said, I was probably some a guy that shouldn't have been in management. Um, I'm, I'm great at sort of having ideas and visions and marketing and all that sort of stuff but all that sort of stuff tied me down and it took me away from my strengths so probably listen from that is focus on your strengths and hire your weaknesses and don't be, don't be afraid to hire people that are more creative than you more smarter than you because that's where growth lies if you think about environments if you think about alright I'm going to start exercising you don't you don't, you don't hire a PT that's more out of shape than you. You don't jump into a run club where you're the fittest because you're not going to grow. You jump in groups where there's growth aligned. They can't be too fit. You can't be jumping in with marathon runners who are like experts in this sort of area. But you need to find people that are just a little bit smarter than you that you can learn off and that you can grow. Now, if you're in this space of hiring people, I'd suggest to hire like that. And you probably hire a bit more. You probably pay them a bit more. But... Um, that's how your business gets from A to B and then B to C and then C to X. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, YKTR, it's been good to sort of 
like people sort of saying you sound like yourself again or YKTR feels like the old YKTR which is like a great feeling and we're sort of doubled down back into community and even basic shit like replying to people in DMs and sending them a voice message and say hey thanks for buying a hoodie from us and really appreciate it and we locked our website a couple of weeks ago uh, it's been cool it's been interesting it's sort of a decision uh, we made because I feel like last couple of years it's just been like drop 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 like here new hoodie new hoodie new hoodie um and it was just so like fast paced and like say we drop every every week and it was just hard to get excited about launching stuff i heard this great saying the other day and the word enthusiasm and the last four letters are i a s m enthusiasm and the acronym for that is i am sold myself now i think if you listen to myself talk or listen to yktr talk you know when we're excited about product and um through that people can sort of feel it and therefore they're more inclined to support you so it's been we want to get to a point where we're dropping like a lot less and we want to have that sort of exclusive vibe around us where you know when you're walking past the street and you see someone else in a yktr hoodie and it's kind of like that just that little nod of approval and it's probably something that we lost over the past couple of years because we're sort of probably more focused on YKTR sports than anything. But I feel like we're there again. The amount of DMs I've been getting lately, um, the couple marketing campaigns that we've got coming up, it's going to fall back into storytelling. I think I, I really enjoy marketing. It's my favorite part of business. I think it's something that comes quite naturally to me. Um, I love creating like storylines and, and campaigns and wording. I love words. I love speaking. I love reading. I love writing. I think all that sort of stuff's really interesting to me. And I, I think the reason why I love words so much is because they're so powerful. Like you can make someone feel loved. You can make someone feel appreciated. You can also use that for bad things as well. And I've done that in the past. Someone who's um, communicates, who doesn't mind communicating, I probably use those for bad things as well. And it stems from ego. I think ego is something I think about a lot. I think it's, uh, honestly, I think it's a great thing to have. I don't deny that I've got it. And good thing about ego is when everyone's riding you off and saying, I should done, ego is that little thing on your shoulders saying, fuck them, just go do it anyway. Or no one's ever made any row out of your hometown. Little guy on your shoulders going, fuck it, you're going to go do it anyway. Or who's going to buy YKTR clothes? Who's going to watch your vlog? Who's going to hear your podcast? Whenever I hear that shit from people, that's my sort of cue to go, fuck it, you're going in the right direction. Now... That's great when ego's in that spot because when everyone's riding you off, that little thing on your shoulder's going, let's go do it. <laughs> now, the other side of ego is um, when things are going great and you think everything's like, everything you touch turns to gold and it's all because of you and and all that sort of stuff and you create these sort of narcissistic thoughts and um, ego sometimes just makes up stories in your head that aren't even true, that could be further from the truth and just... It's just in your mind, you just start creating these imaginary scenarios in your head and, and thinking that's true. So that's like the downside of ego. When everything's going great, um, you get to pull yourself back in line. But when everyone's writing you off, I don't mind a little bit of ego and something I'm learning about it a little bit recently. Probably one reason, probably one thing I know I'm not a good person or, or the person who I thought I was. I thought I was a good person because I was providing like opportunities or jobs or stuff for people, but... The true sign of a good man and the true sign of a good person is someone who's able to give without expecting anything in return. Let me say that again. The true sign of a good man or the true sign of a good person is someone who can give without expecting anything in return. And even now, I understand that and I hear myself say that question, but I ain't that person yet. Definitely ain't him. Um, 
like in my mind when I was like when all that sort of stuff went down and all the boys were leaving I was like bro I provided you with opportunities and money and, and a job and a wage and um, when you guys are struggling like I was doing stuff for you and um, all I wanted back was like respect and loyalty like I was doing those things through conditional <laughs> you know what I mean that makes like I've done something for you so you owe me back now um, that's sort of a point where I, I need to learn that I'm probably not the person who I thought I was and I thought I was giving out all these good things and, and stuff like that but when they made decisions for themselves that could better their lives um, I was still like a little bit salty for that and people are going to take that as they will but it's sort of something I'm learning on or I'm trying to get better at or trying to grow and sort of to stem back to that point before I think it stems back on ego like ego's going oi he owes you <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I hope you don't mind this type of content. I'm just sort of just thinking out loud and um, just sitting in this podcast studio and, and thinking. But yeah, everything's mostly been positive. Like the amount of messages I've been getting and back to yourself and uh, made a few decisions to late, lately that uh, consciously I, I felt like I needed to make, like getting rid of gambling deals, um, even though I was making money from it. And I just didn't want to get to a point in life where someone had messaged me and gone, like bro I can't feel my family like because I've got a gambling problem and I've hung around dudes with a gambling problem and it's scary like the thing about gambling is and I'll give you an example so if I gave you a million dollars and I go go do as much drugs as you want in an hour um, you couldn't do it it's just like impossible you can't do that now if I go here's a million dollars go drink as much alcohol as you can in an hour in a day do your best you couldn't be able to do it now if I gave someone a million dollars and I go, go gamble that. You could spend, if you could, obviously you can be hard to find someone, but you could easily get someone to take a million dollars and you could lose it. You could literally put it on red, black and lose it. Now, obviously, I know it's the internet and, and podcasts, people going, well, casinos aren't going to take that type of bet. I get that. But more so just the framework of it, that's kind of like a little bit scary. And um, I just didn't want to be someone who contributes to that. Now, I don't, like personally, I'm still going to gamble. That's what I'm going to do. Um, if you see me at Beach Road smacking the pokey, don't go, oh, yeah, I thought you weren't gambling anymore. No, I'm still going to be doing it. But I just don't want to be someone who contributes to that. Or I want to be someone, Pip Edwards once said this cool thing to me, me and, me and Simi say it all the time, where she goes, I'm not an influencer, but I got influence. And Simi always tries to say it back to me as like a joke because he heard me say it about her. Um, but that's a really important thing and if you have influence through voice if you have influence through platform if you have if you got one person who cares about what you say and that might be your little brother or your kid don't waste that influence i'm lucky i got like i think my podcast does really well um just for like a singular podcast you know I mean i've got a lot of people that listen to me and i want to maximize my influence for this very little time i have on earth for something positive and i don't want to influence Spending habits towards negative things. Shit, buy some YKTR. That's that's the go to hoodies. That's what you need. But I need to earn that, and I need to earn that for influence of um, community and marketing and content. Like that shit takes time. But um, I'm starting to think like a little bit longer term now, and and I want my influence on this world. And like I said, we're not here for long. I want my influence on this world to be something positive. And I just didn't feel like the gambling was something that I aligned with anymore. And even though I do it personally, I just want to be the face of something that could cause negative behavior in people. So, 
Yeah. What else been happening? Um, this is more. That's the lesson that we're learning here. Less is more. I found, like, right now I'm focusing on YKTR clothing brand. You probably see my personal content in terms of pages has died right down in terms of grid. Focusing on that. Oh, focusing less on that and just doing, like, the stuff that I love to do, which is business and, and podcasting. And you just find those areas grow a lot, a lot quicker where before I was doing, like, 10 different things and... You can only you only got so much time. You only got so much energy. And if you spread yourself across ten things, like you're not really going to grow. If you just focus on one thing and do that thing right, that's the thing that grows. If you focus on this plant here and you water that plant, that plant's going to be great. So that's it. And even like um, I hang around less people anymore. Uh, I probably do less than I used to do. I'm only sort of going to dinner with like close friends or people that that I find um, either make me laugh or make me think. Like I used to try and be just be available to everything and everyone and anyone all the time. You know what I mean? Even like say girls, for example, or like I was used to be on dating apps and talking to different types of girls or and thought that was cool. And now I'm just talking to one person and like you get to know that person on a deeper level. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's that less is more approach and I really enjoyed it and doing the things that I love to do and working towards the things that I love to do and, and doing it a little bit slower, but that sort of slowness or that calmness is from a place of like confidence and not trying to rush everything. Learning, continuing to learn about myself and continue to read and back doing online education stuff. Uh, I love it. I love sort of learning and teaching. And um, we live in the information age now where there's so much information out there and anyone can get anything on the internet for free. But if you're someone who can sort of create that information and bundle it up and, and explain it into a a context that people can understand, man, I, I think that's a skill set there and, and that's a skill set that um, people can resonate to because people want, people want speed. People want to communicate with people that they understand. Teaching is not always about university and, and having a certificate and if you've done that, that's fucking great and, and you deserve accolades but teaching and mental and learning is about someone that you can look at to and relate to and go, fuck, I can relate to that guy because he looks like me or he sounds like me or he speaks in a tone that I can understand. And I learned this very early on where I was someone who's really enjoyed reading books and I used to try and flex intellectual IQ for trying to use big words. Like instead of saying talkative, I'll say a word like loquacious, like dumb shit like that. And what you find if you can't, and I used to say all these words, but it wasn't resonating with the people I was talking to. Smart people can communicate things effectively. And with people's attention spans getting shorter and shorter, my best converting content right now is tweets. Like I'll write a tweet and it's got one sentence. It's a bite-sized piece of information that people can consume and it's tailored towards a generation that has shorter attention spans and that's why it does well. So, yeah. Um, I'm just sitting there. I've got nothing on my mind, so I think I've said enough. <laughs> See you guys next time.